Hello, welcome to the Healthy Alternatives podcast. I am Dr. Christine Sauer with DocChristine.com. Today's show is a recording of my radio show of the same name. Enjoy! Hello, good afternoon. This is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives, here on 97.5 CIOE FM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness, from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this radio show is to help change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you are stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you, don't give up. There is a light at the end of the tunnel for you too. Today, I'm very pleased to be with Dr. Melissa Kalt. Melissa is a soul strategist, physician, holistic wellness practitioner, coach, author, speaker, and a mother of five. Now, that's amazing, Melissa. I'm so happy you're joining me today. (laughs) (laughs) I am so happy to be with you. Yeah, thanks so much for being on the show. Now, it's interesting how you transitioned from being a physician to now helping high-achieving women to let go of fear and shame and gain clarity on their life's purpose and create loving work and connections. That is amazing work. Uh, Tell me a little bit about how you came to do that, why you left conventional medicine and began to explore options outside of it. Oh, I'm so glad you asked. You know, it was an amazing journey. I grew up really an overachiever and I thought being a doctor was going to be the sort of ultimate best way that I could help people, that mm-hmm. I could serve. And so I did I did the doctor thing, and I got board certified in three specialties, and I, I really um, enjoyed it. But the, the part of me that really wanted to serve, that really wanted to solve people's problems, was really frustrated by problems that didn't seem to have answers in traditional or conventional medicine. Mm. I saw woman after woman who was exhausted, you know, so so tired that she really couldn't function well in her day. She wasn't enjoying her family. She wasn't enjoying her work. She had no time for herself. And the standard medical evaluation, you know, was to kind of, check thyroid and vitamin D and make sure she's not anemic and Mm -hmm. doesn't sound like she has sleep apnea and then kind of shrug your shoulders and say, I don't know, sleep more. Um, And that was really dissatisfying to patients and it was really dissatisfying to me. Yes. Because it wasn't my goal just to move them out the door. It was my goal to actually help them be well. Mm. And as I had more children and as my own level of overwhelm increased with my um, my relationship with my then husband, you know, it, taking care of my kids and all the other things, I found that I became one of those women. I was exhausted. I was overwhelmed. I was stressed. I was operating at about 95% of my maximum capacity all the time. And I just didn't know that I could 
I could do that, that I could keep up that pace much longer. Mm-hmm. And so I started looking for other answers. I, I really asked myself, you know, what if life doesn't have to be this way? What if there's something else? And so it was, it was then that started my journey that led to certifications in other modalities, energetic um, healing modalities or uh, color puncture, which is mm-hmm. similar to acupuncture, but no needles. Mm-hmm. Um, the transformative coaching, uh, doing trauma therapy to unhook, you know, imprints and false beliefs that I had about the way things needed to be. And as as I discovered that if it's not normal, it doesn't have to be normal. We don't have to just accept that as a, a you know, a doctor and mother of five that I just have to be exhausted and overwhelmed all the time. Um, as I found for myself that that wasn't the case, it was bursting out of me to share it with other people. Wow. And so, um, yeah, so last, uh, well, December of 2017, actually, when the impulse came to give notice, the three-month notice at my, my medical job to leave, to really pursue sharing this work with the world, the people who are looking for those solutions, um, it was really easy for me to say yes. Now, that's a wonderful story. And I, to be honest, I have two children, and that was a lot of work uh, together with my ex-husband's family practice and my own dermatology allergy. And I don't know how you do it with five kids. Oh, my God, you must have felt so overwhelmed. <laughs> and I felt totally overwhelmed with what I did. And I had to break down. I'm glad you didn't before I learned to look after myself, too, and then eventually help others do the same. Yeah, and I didn't realize, even, I didn't realize completely how much I had said no to myself in Mm -hmm. terms of basic self-care needs. Because, you know, if my kids were hungry in the middle of the night, I got up to um, feed them. You know, so, and of course I would do that. I'm I'm not saying (laughs) otherwise, but... um, you know, foregoing my own sleep in the medical practice, you know, there was no time to eat or drink enough water mm-hmm. or even go to the bathroom and just running from, I think it, you've had the same experience yeah. being patients um, very quickly because yeah. that's what the system requires. If and I was lucky, I had I time didn't. for yogurt during the day. And then at some point I would be so hungry that I would stuff myself with junk. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I remember those days of coming home so starving, there was no quantity of food that mm. would make me feel satisfied, much less full. Um, because, yeah, it was it constant running for 12, 14 hours sometimes in a day before mm-hmm. getting to eat anything substantial. And really nobody cooking for you, body. so there would be ready-made food, fast food, going out to restaurants. When you had time for that. Oh, yeah. Or protein bars. And Mm -hmm. there were a lot of times my meals were protein bars or carrots and dip or (laughs) something (laughs) that could be in my mouth fast. Right, right, right. Sometimes I ate while I was seeing patients, which is not a good idea. (laughs) 
Yeah. No, it, it was really, I didn't, I didn't realize how disconnected I was. Mm. So how, how did the transition work for you? How did you actually make that transition? Because of course, it's a big jump, not just uh, work-wise, but also financially. And if I understand it right, you might even be a, a single mother now. Yeah, so I am a single mother now. My youngest four children live with me. Wow. The oldest um, is off at college. And for that reason, I, I don't receive any child support. So mm. um, for that reason, it really was a, a huge leap of faith. But by the point in time, you know, I started my, my journey, my exploration probably seven years ago. So by the point in time that I, I had the, the impulse um, you know, which I really believe came directly from my soul that, mm. that this was the ask to um, leave the medical career and take this forward. I really uh, was happy to say yes and to trust that things were going to work out okay. So um, I gave my three months notice. I finished there at the end of March last year. Mm. And... Um, I've been spending much of this past year in education, not in school, but, you know, in trying um, different ways of reaching people, yes. whether that's through writing. I've published some ebooks and a lot of articles, whether that's reaching people through video. Um, and that's that's been the biggest learning curve is really learning the the business and the marketing yeah. to get in front of the people that I know are looking for what I have. And it is amazing that we all have to go through that. And I had the same experience when you start full of enthusiasm and you know what that you can help them. But there's so many people that need us and need to learn that there is more out there than just go to the family doctor, take the pills and get sent home and be just as tired as before, as you said. Right. And I'm so happy that... Right, or take... Mm-hmm. Or, or take so many medications, you know. I would <sighs> see a woman... I, I had one patient come in to get to know me who was 21, who was mm. on seven different medications. You know, this one for heartburn, this one for anxiety, this for this, that for that, whatever. Yeah. Um, I find that often people with fatigue, after they ruled out what you said, boom, they get an antidepressant. And it, it usually doesn't help because it doesn't address the root cause. And I'm very fortunate to know you, so we both address root causes from a little different aspect. But uh, there's so many approaches there's so many needs that people have that can be addressed and that it's okay to ask for help and it's it's okay to invest in yourself you're worth it that's what I say that's what you say and I'm happy to be connected with you that way oh absolutely I think that once people I think part of what makes me so passionate about what I do is not just ending the struggle, but I think that most people feel that they're here to do something more than what they're doing. I'm not talking about adding more to their plate 
and saying yes when they really want to say no, mm. but feeling a calling to contribute in a particular way. And I think a lot of uh, women in particular are really trapped in this place of I'm so exhausted, I'm so stressed, I'm so overwhelmed, I can't possibly even consider that because I can't add anything else to my plate. And yet I think we're all here to share information. You know, you mentioned that so many people in the world need this. And I think we we touch people in different ways. There are people that resonate with one person more than another, not because either is better, but just because they're kind of speaking their language, their experience more closely mirrors their, you know, that person's experience. And I think it would be so amazing to have everyone clear out all of the stuff that's in the way so they can do exactly what they're here to do. Wow, yeah, that is a very, very beautiful thought. And we'll leave our listeners with that for the first half of the broadcast. And uh, after the short intermezzo, we'll go on after the break for more about uh, soul strategies with uh, Dr. Melissa Kalt. Thank you so much, and I'll see you after the break. Hello and welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOE FM or on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and today I'm happy to talk with Dr. Melissa Kalt, a family physician uh, and a three times board certified physician that gave up her practice to help others with their soul issues. Melissa, I'm so happy to have you back. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So tell me a little bit about more about what you're doing now and how you are helping people transform themselves. One of the things that I'm doing um, is helping people create a really solid foundation. I find that mo many people are operating in a place of their mind. They are caught in the, the mental spin of, you know, well, I should do this, but I could do that. And it gets really hard to get any traction. And I remember feeling so confused, feeling that calling, but feeling so confused about next steps because mm -hmm. I was just in my head. And so connecting to the body and the spirit are really important Peace. You know, as I mentioned in my own life, I had been really very disconnected from mm. the needs of my body, not eating, not sleeping enough. Um, and so one of the things I really help people do is is that. Um, but when they they can hold the, the bigger vision of what they're doing this for, I can help people find clarity about their next steps which is going to help them in the short term by eliminating the fatigue and the overwhelm and the time constraints and 
the things that they're struggling with in their present day, but then over time to help them gain clarity around their life's purpose, their, their why, their reason for being here on earth and helping them to remove the obstacles and the blocks that are in their way. So often we put ourselves in our, our own way. You know, how many yeah. people have um, lost weight only to sabotage themselves and gain it all back? Mm. Or, um, you know, how many people have experienced sabotaging their chances for a promotion or things at work? A lot of times we're held back by beliefs that we hold that were imprinted, you know, at a very young age and that simply aren't true. So helping people to get out of their own way really frees them up to live an inspired you know, passion-filled, uh, vibrant life, mm. which I think is the dream of the people who are drowning in overwhelm and exhaustion. I think I you're completely right. Dream. I know it was my dream at some point, and I was so frustrated at some point that I fell into a deep depression, which then was labeled as mental illness instead of uh, helping me find the purpose so you are doing very important work. I really, I really love the feeling of connecting people mm. with their purpose because we all have one. Mm -hmm. And it's not to get up and run all day like a crazy woman and drop into bed exhausted at the end of the day and do it again tomorrow. I couldn't say, that's, I couldn't agree that's more. Not <laughs> we have a long task <laughs> list not and get, maybe get get a tenth of all the lists done and then the next day the list gets even longer. And then we look at the list and eventually <laughs> exactly. throw it away and forget why we made the list in the first place. And it doesn't get us anywhere. Like a like a no. like like a hamster in a treadmill and a wheel. We're racing and, and getting nowhere. We feel badly about ourselves. Mm. Yeah. It makes us feel like we're not good enough. Mm -hmm. Like we're not we're not getting enough done or like we can't relax until the to-do list is done. But mm -hmm. the to-do list is never going to be done. No. Um, and I, I get so lit up by helping people see that they don't need to live that way. Mm -hmm. That they can be calm and peaceful and they can enjoy, you know, time with the kids. I remember when I was so overwhelmed, one of my kids would get invited to a birthday party and you know, I would say to my child, like, oh, that's so wonderful. And I'd be thinking in the back of my head, like, shoot, now I've got to go to the store and buy a gift and wrap it and drop this child off and pick him up two hours later. This is like a lot of extra work. And um, things like that just aren't, they're not work to me anymore. Mm. I i have the spaciousness to, to handle, you know, we had... Um, three snow days last, three snow or cold days last week, and my kids were off school. Mm -hmm. And I can I can handle that. Um, I can breathe into that. And I, I really want that for the people who are looking for that in their own life. And so I always think, you know, in terms of soul strategist, the soul's already there. The soul's got a plan. We've spent our whole lives not listening to it. Ah, that's a good one. I life. like that. We spend our whole yeah. life not listening I, to our soul. That's important. <laughs> oh, 
yes, you know, our minds tell us we can't do those things. We're not smart enough. We're not good enough. It's scary to be visible. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. our mind has a lot of reasons why why we can't listen. And it's so true. We're not so connected to our bodies. And I don't know about you, but I was yeah. working for a while with uh, dying patients as a volunteer. And no one told me I wished I worked more. I wished I worked harder. <laughs> not one. No. <laughs> If they had regrets, no. is that they didn't love enough, that they didn't connect enough with other people, that they didn't take risks to do what they really wanted to do. Absolutely. You know, one of tomorrow I'm I'm doing a free online class, and so anyone who's listening is is welcome to come. Um, but one of the so that class will yeah, be over. How do they connect with it afterwards? Because I know you have a replay. Yes, um, I do have a replay, and I'll shoot you the link, or people can email me directly, and I'll send it to them today. Excellent. If they want to get in live. Wanna sh- wanna share well, your website or email so just we don't forget about it. Oh sure, um, emailing me directly is great, and that's Melissa at Melissa Kalt K A L T M D dot com. Yeah, well, that is wonderful, and uh, go ahead and email Melissa, and she'll email you back. And uh, so, what are you teaching in your class? Yeah, so tomorrow. We're looking at chronic overwhelm. Mm. Um, not everyone experiences acute overwhelm when schedule gets busy. They have a big project deadline or something. We're looking at chronic overwhelm. If you're feeling that way most of the time, if not all of the time, there is one secret that I've found to really turn that around, and it's it's a way to reframe it that makes everything change. Mm-hmm. And one of the keys that we're talking about that feeds into what you were mentioning a minute ago is I talk about this rule of 92, which I created a few years ago to help me with my own fears. And what I do is when I get afraid of something, I, I think about what I will think about this when I'm 92. <laughs> will I look like back that. and say, oh my gosh, she should have never shot that Facebook Live at 46. She looked like an idiot. <laughs> Or will I instead look back <laughs> and say, Gosh, it's too bad that she was too afraid of being visible to take that risk. And the 92-year-old self's always got this pretty well covered. So um, that's that's one of the things that's really helped me um, move towards my soul's impulses and clarity is in eliminating that fear. I like that role. I really do. I always think about in a hundred years, will anybody worry about it? And then I laugh at myself and say, nobody's looking at it anyway. <laughs> right. So, well, and there's so many things that, that people worry about, you know, yeah. telling someone that they love them for the first time or, um, you know, reaching out to a family member that they're disconnected from or um, doing things in their business, taking risks or whatnot. You know, at 92, I don't think that I'm going to care about any of that other than, you know, being disappointed that I didn't take the risk. Exactly. I didn't make myself vulnerable and whatever it was. Yeah, that is that is a wonderful uh, way, the 92 rule. I, I have to share that. That is wonderful. I really like that. And uh, any other tips <laughs> that you could give uh, our listeners except for imagining yourself at 92, which is a nicer image than on your deathbed? <laughs> 
and looking back on your life <laughs> and thinking, was it really worth doing everything for other people instead of doing what I wanted to do? <laughs> yeah, you know, I think I think the biggest uh, game-changing secret, and I'll give you the big one. We're going to talk about it a lot in this yeah. class, but it's that overwhelm is equal to lack of clarity. It's lack of alignment with the soul's purpose. Yeah. When we're aligned with our soul's purpose, there's no overwhelm. We know our next steps. Things come easily and gracefully. And that doesn't mean that everything always goes our way or that there are no challenges or no learning opportunities. But of course. And we all struggle sometimes. And Right. And many people say, like Brandon Burchard, that I really like, he says, honor your struggles. And I like that. You have to honor them. Yes, we are struggling today because of this and that, but I'll honor that. It's okay. I'll live through it. I'll deal with it. And then I come out a stronger person. But as what you say is so true. When you worry all day, you're not living your life. Right. That's a sad it's situation. It's caused by being out of alignment mm. with the soul and the soul's purpose, the life's purpose. And when you make that shift, everything else changes. And I think... And we'll talk more about how to do that. But Yes, and I recommend everybody that's interested in getting help with making that shift to contact you and... Get a replay of that class because I know this show will air after the class has run, but I'm sure you will do more of them because you will have great success with that because people need it. People need to realign with their soul and stop worrying their days away and do something that they are excited about, like you're saying. And that's a nice thought to leave us for the end of today's show. Thank you so much for being on the show, Melissa. And please don't hesitate oh, so to contact me with any questions, thoughts, comments, or suggestions. Or if you'd like to contact Melissa and forgot her email, my email here is christine at communityradio.ca. Or you can contact me through my website, docchristine.com. And I'm always grateful for any feedback. I also want to extend a special thank you to today's producer, Jim Francis. Thanks, Jim. You're the best. And you might not know this, but this is a volunteer-run non-profit radio station. And we even have an art gallery. Thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon on 97.5 CIOE FM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Goodbye and have a great day.